0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Don't be scared.
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday edition of the Draft News Podcast. Really excited to talk football with Kyle once again like we do every single day for you. Kyle, welcome to this hump day edition of Draft News.
1: No, no, this is not hump day. This is uh, hurricane season yeah,
0: episode right. of the pod. It is.
1: You are buckling down, aren't you? Battening down the hatch. Florence is going to come a knocking. It's thrown off the football schedule in the Carolinas this week, and That's no
0: good. No, it's not good. I was going to North Carolina State to see West Virginia and Will Greer. Games canceled. So uh, the good news is I still get in uh, Boston College Wake Forest on Thursday, 5.30 p.m. kick. Uh, so I'll still be able to do that. But after that, it's about uh, getting back home, trying to stay dry and hoping no trees fall in my house, man.
1: You do have a couple branches in your immediate vicinity. <laughs>
0: couple man i got some friggin big old trees man
1: and you got a you got a a bigger yard than i thought you did the first time i came to your house too
0: that's a real problem because i also have a push mower and uh i have a very bad fear of snakes and uh, snakes live in north carolina sir and so i push mow this yard that is surrounded by trees and woods and i think about stepping on a copperhead the whole time so when
1: you say a little prayer right
0: I do, man. I'm on you Say a little it's prayer a anytime situation.
1: you pull that, that, that draw string <laughs> and hope for the best. And I yeah. think they'll get out of the way, man. Like, you're following along behind the lawnmower, so you got a weapon in front of you.
0: Yes, I do. But, I mean, you never know a little sneak attack from the side, you know, coming coming up against the,
1: they're, the brush. You just, they're not engaged in guerrilla warfare, dude. They're
0: snakes <laughs> in the grass. Well, as a man who's been bitten by a venomous snake, I'm surprised you're not a little more concerned, Kyle. Uh, Well, I was a child at the time, and I would look at it this way. Yes,
1: water moccasin on the right wrist. I was five or six years old at the time, uh, living in Augusta, Georgia. But, Joe, your peace of mind is this. All right. Who is the the highest-profile snake in the world?
0: The, uh, what is it, the black mamba?
1: No, oh, no, no, profile. No.
0: Okay, not the most, venomous, the highest profile, the one that people know? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? The most yeah. famous snake? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say a rattlesnake is the most universally known no, snake.
1: No, 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 no. It's Kevin Durant. And when the going got tough, Kevin Durant tucked tail and ran away from a fight. So, you know, those copperheads in the grass, we have very firm scientific evidence that says snakes in the grass are not going to be sneaking up behind you and attacking you. They're just going to tuck their tail and run away.
0: Thank you. I'll keep mowing my
1: grass. Peace of mind. Yeah. Keep that grass short so those snakes don't get in there. Yep. That's why I do it. Joe, you sent me a very peculiar DM. Are we Uh, doing this? Yesterday. We are doing this in the afternoon. I don't know who the guilty party is, and I don't want to put anybody in the spot, so you don't have to name drop. But you said someone told me, quote, someone told me that I look like Dak Prescott. And I I read this message that you'd sent me. And I took a moment and thought about it. And then I read it again, hoping it would make more sense the second time. And then I pulled up the pictures of you two side by side. And I guess you've got similar facial hair and shortcut hair. I don't, I don't, did they, did they go into any depth to the Dak Prescott doppelganger because I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think that's a terrible doppelganger for you.
0: Well, so the way this was presented to me is obviously Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys came and lost to the Carolina Panthers here in Charlotte. And so he's a, at the forefront of the people's minds. And so had a, a friend who I'm, I'm, I'm friends with, her and her husband. And I saw her on Monday. And she said to me, look, I, I got to tell you something. I was watching the Panthers game, and I kept on seeing Dak Prescott come across my screen. And the only thing that I can think of is that he looks like Joe Marino. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. She's like, yeah. And even my husband was affirming that. And I'm like, OK, this. I think that's a terrible comparison. All right. So here's where things get weird, right, is I I went to my fiance. And I said, look, do I look like Dak Prescott? Do you think this is a good doppelganger for me? And she eats it up. She agrees with it. And I don't think it's true. And I know you don't think it's true.
1: It's It's fake news. That's as far as I would go. Look, I even went as far. Do you remember when we did our live draft stream and there was a football helmet on the desk and you put the football helmet on your head? Yeah, I even be- went as far as to to pull up that picture of you wearing that Saints helmet on your head, hoping that maybe they were looking at it through the scope of a helmet, the facial stress. and it's it's just not true. It's not true. You, I'm, I hate to be the bear of news, and I told you that already, but you do not look like Dak Prescott.
0: Uh, I agree with you. the 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 overarching thing, I could dismiss this entire conversation, right? quickly i don't agree with it you don't agree with it it doesn't make any sense but the woman i'm gonna marry next may (laughs) she thinks she thinks it's true and so that's something i have to deal with and she she defends it i told her i she even got pictures she even google image dak prescott's face and put it next to mine and agreed that i look like dak prescott i don't know maybe she's blind i don't know she's she's agreed to marry me so there's concerns already you know
1: the last time the missus has been to the eye doctor
0: i don't know we might, it need might to get be a chat, time bro. to
1: schedule <laughs> it might be time to schedule um so joe who do you look like
0: i think there's two i think there's two doppelgangers that make sense for me that have been said to me uh john lester pitcher chicago cubs yes and i, only, not, I think it's a good one and here's why i love it what is john lester he's like the the least amount of Throws to first base in like MLB history. Like it was like six years before, like between times that he checked the runner at first. Love that about him. All right. And he looks like me. The other guy, Anthony Zettel, defensive lineman from uh, Penn State. Right, what team's he on now? The Browns? He got, he was he's on, on the, the, Browns. the Lions
1: Yeah. He's on the Browns now.
0: Yeah. yeah <laughs> Dude, so I, I got this team.
1: picture of Zettel up. And it looks just like you. I can't handle it.
0: Yeah. So there it is. If no one's, if nobody knows what I look like, just look up Anthony Zettel, and that's me.
1: <laughs> he's got a backwards cap one, and uh, he's got like the same beard as you do. And this is totally you. You yeah. should start wearing Zettel jerseys and see if people confuse you.
0: <laughs> do people know who Zettel is? Like, is he common enough? I don't like, know. I know people are probably Google imaging him right now. But uh, I don't know if I don't know if that's like something. Dude, I heard something this week that Peyton Manning used to go to bars in Tennessee, disguised by wearing a Peyton Manning jersey. Really? And it worked. Yeah, I heard that on the radio on uh, Sirius on The Highway in the last week. That that's what he did.
1: Have you that's ever seen? Have you ever seen the? Um, wait! Oh, shoot. I sent you a link. My producer just sent you a link, but it was supposed to be for an image, and I sent you a video, so don't open that up on the
0: air. All right, I'm not opening it.
1: Um, Copy image address. There we go. Have you ever seen, like, they have the segments on, like, the night shows on TV where they have, like, I think they had Aaron Judge do one where he's, like, he goes on the streets of New York, and he asks people what they think of Aaron Judge. And it was like when Judge first started playing, so like you could tell none of these people actually knew who he was, but they'd heard his name because he was tearing it up with the Yankees. Have you ever seen any of those things? Yeah, no. They're super funny. Um, Well, I'm glad at least we've established that you do have doppelgangers that make sense, Joe. I've I've been given several, and I've been holding out on you on who uh, the worst doppelganger – I don't think it's as bad as Dak Prescott for you, but I had one person one time tell me that I look like Michael Phelps.
0: Ooh, no, that's not true that at all. That
1: facial structure is just not there, right? Like, no, first of all, Michael's <laughs> Michael's got an infinitely better body than I do, and I am infinitely more attractive in the face because Michael's not an attractive man from the chin I'll, up. In my I'll opinion,
0: I agree with that. I will agree with that. Thank you. I'll agree with that. You're, you're, nothing in the face is similar. Nothing. No. No, there's nothing at all. You both have longer faces. That's it. That's it. That's okay. where it ends.
1: We, we have almond-shaped heads. That's it. That, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the word. I never <laughs> thought of that. Yeah, yeah, you do. you do. That's something you have.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's okay. I get an extra like inch in height, so I'll take
0: right. it. There go. I, there's doppelgangers I like for you. There's one that I've given you.
1: Which is the one that you've coined?
0: Carl Edwards. You Carl, Carl Edwards, Edwards, the NASCAR
1: 100%. driver. Yeah, my, my mother's convinced that we're long-lost uh, brothers. And she was a, she's a Carl Edwards NASCAR fan.
0: Mm. Well, this is so a good could, one for you, yeah.
1: Um, ever since I've started doing the whiskey videos, I've been getting uh, suggestions and assertions that I'm – Gordon Hayward's a popular one.
0: That's okay. That's okay. Uh,
1: I just got Case Keenum the other day.
0: That's probably which I not did,
1: good. which is lower on my lexicon. I've gotten Kevin Bacon a few times, like young Kevin Bacon, like Footloose Kevin Bacon.
0: Uh, Case Kingdom's not true, so that's not true. I've seen you in. Person,
1: Are you looking that's these up true. as we go? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah, like uh, Footloose Kevin Bacon.
0: You might age like this. I can see you aging and looking like Kevin. Bacon. No,
1: if you want my aged future, look up Ethan Hawke.
0: Okay. If you put five people in, if you put a hundred, if you put three people in front of me and said one of them Ethan Hawk couldn't tell you who he is.
1: Oh, then you pull uh, it up right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe. Yeah, if you do the goatee and you get this hair going, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was in it's training, training day. priority. He he was in a training day with Denzel Washington. Great movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it.
0: No, I never saw that. But yeah, but the, dudes, I want this is you at forty three. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, that's that's my future.
0: Ryan Larkin's not bad.
1: Yeah, I got Lorky the other day too. People are convinced that I just like Lorky because we have the exact same haircut, which is not false. But I like Lorky. <laughs> I like Lewerke for other reasons as well.
0: Wow, did we just talk about doppelgangers for twelve minutes?
1: Uh, no, because we had a lead in and we talked about Hurricane Florence and snakes in the grass and Kevin Durant. So, uh, but we would like to talk a little football today. <laughs> Oh, on a football podcast, I think that'd be a great idea, football right? Football
0: season, week one of the NFL. I'm um, sorry, people. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, that that's kind of what we're just going to talk about is kind of some of the abnormalities we saw in week one and how week one will lie to you and how we shouldn't get too worked up, especially Saints fans. Step off the ledge. Come on back. <laughs> take a deep breath. I'm sure Joe's going to rub some salt in the wound, but I'm your friend here. I actually picked you guys to win the Super Bowl this year. So, uh 48 points. To the Bucks is not great. I'm gonna be honest. It's not the way you want to draw it up. But uh Fitz magic, man. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that Ryan Fitzpatrick just blew up on you. And Deshaun Jackson had big plays down the field, and Marshawn Lattimore was planking on his face. And <laughs> it was just it, it it was like anything and everything that could go wrong for the Saints. Did go wrong in that football game. So, uh, so, if you were to ask me, Joe, abnormalities in Week One, Bucks beating Saints without Jameis Winston, forty-eight to forty, is the, the top thing that comes to my mind. And I don't think you should overreact too much to it yet.
0: No, no, I, I yeah, I mean, you talk I've, the the Buccaneers are probably gonna. They've probably won. They're gonna win four or five games this year. Maybe they've already won one. Uh, I don't see much to get excited about. I mean, fits with all that time to get ready for this game and for Dirk Cutter to put together this game plan, uh, good for them. Man, it was magical. I get that. But they're not going to win 10 games this year. Now, that could be a sound clip that comes back and bites me in the ass. But I don't think – I'm actually kind of here for either. No, either either team. Yeah, I just don't think there's a whole lot to uh, to take away. Uh, week, week one will lie to you. Uh, one of mine that really stands out, the Detroit Lions this bad? I don't know, man. I don't think so. And I don't think the Jets are that good. Matt Stafford's not going to throw four interceptions every week. So, like, I'm sure there's probably some suicidal Lions fans out there. This was what? A, this is a nine and seven team last year. Didn't make the playoffs. Fired Jim Caldwell. Brought in Matt Patricia. Uh, I think they got to find their way. All these new teams with coaches uh, all struggled, right? They're like 0 and six or seven or something like that. Yeah. Um, so if I was a Lions fan, I I don't know that playoffs should have been your expectation at all going into this year. But Matt Stafford's a fine quarterback. He'll bounce back and don't, you know, step off the ledge. You're probably still going to win seven or eight games this year. On the other yeah. side of that, the, the, the Jets aren't going to score 48 points every week. It's not going to happen. Sam Darnold's going to have more moments like he did on the first throw of the game. He's also going to have good moments where, like the touchdown pass that he threw to, to uh, Robbie Anderson. So... I think that's one game that if you're the Jets, you're really happy about the way that you played. You're really excited about the turnovers and the way Darren Lee played. But I don't think you can get too crazy and start thinking that you're going to threaten the Patriots this year. And if you're the Lions, you're probably still going to win seven or eight games. But that should have always been your expectation.
1: Right. Uh, Didn't the Jets score 31 points in that third quarter with like 58 yards passing or something like that?
0: Yeah. Ridiculous. It's, It's just like...
1: Uh, a a folly of errors for the Lions on Monday night. Really was. You know what's, for lack of a better phrase, Joe, please forgive the French here, but bullshit. I'm looking at the NFL.com standings right now, and we already have ties in the win-loss column. Why? Terrible. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, shame on you both. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger probably played the worst game of his life as a pro quarterback. Would you think that's a fair statement? He had like five turnovers, some straight up like been watching too much Penn State, Trace McSorley, YOLO balls into coverage. (laughs) It's like, Ben, what are you doing, dude? He He looked bad. But again, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not going to be that bad. You know, and it's certainly not time to hit the panic button. They have a talented group of wide receivers with Antonio Brown, uh, Juju Smith Schuster, James Washington, I really like. Uh, so Pittsburgh gave this game away, and Cleveland said, nah, you know, we don't want it either. Which, you know, is frustrating in its own right because I think from an aggressiveness standpoint, Cleveland probably played as conservative of a football game as you possibly could. And then they were gift-wrapped the game at the end, and they gave it back. So from a Pittsburgh perspective, yes, you tied Cleveland. Yes, you should be embarrassed. No, don't panic yet either. Because Ben Roethlisberger, um, that's the worst I've ever seen Ben Roethlisberger play. And I'm old enough to remember Ben Roethlisberger's entire playing career. Never saw him that Ben. Won't stay that way forever
0: another team that does not need to panic, San Francisco 49ers. I know that uh they lost 24-16. Jimmy G was 15 of 33, 3
1: Not picks. great. Not
0: great. Yeah, look, I mean he he was better when he didn't know the playbook, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. This is a tall order. I think I mentioned this on Monday show at Minnesota with that defense. Man, like you you still turned the ball over three interceptions and it was a one-score game. I mean, th- th- this is a tough matchup. And, you know, we talked as well about the 49ers and how, like, kind of like what I said with the Lions, I'm not sure the playoffs should have really been the expectation this year, but can they win eight games, nine games, if everything goes right, 10? Yes, I still think they can. I'm really, really excited about this front set. The force back, Buckner total stud, two and a half sacks in week one. Solomon Thomas, Eric Armstead. Good players, man. A G- lot of upside there. And now Fred Warner played lights out. Didn't even have Ruben Foster. Malcolm Smith's still injured. I mean, I just think there's a lot to be excited about. A Kel Witherspoon at corner. He had a good uh, there, game. There's, yeah, there's like, yeah, he did. There's too many good pieces on this team. I know the Jarek McKinnon thing hurts, but by and large, to to go on the road, lose by one score. Jimmy D- Jimmy G throws three interceptions. Doesn't complete fifty percent of his passes. You still compete it. Look, it's going to be okay, Forty Niners fans. There's nothing to uh, to be concerned with yet.
1: You know who do I know? The, the theme of this show is you know the the aberrations and week one lying to you. You know who does need to start being a little concerned? The Atlanta Falcons. Oh, jeez. Lost yeah. Lost Dion Jones. Uh, that was announced yesterday. So he's being put on IR. Keanu Neal's out for the year. Uh, the red zone offense looked absolutely horrendous against the Philadelphia Eagles. Three possessions inside the red zone, came away with zero points, and they lost that football game by six. Um, Atlantis got some tough sledding, dude. And um, obviously New Orleans dropped a game, so that's that's big. Carolina snuck out. And Joe, you, I mean, you deserve credit. You were the only person in the draft network slack that picked Carolina to win that football game against Dallas. And, uh, yes, I want to talk
0: about Dallas, Dallas, Dallas sucks, man. I know. I think, I think Sunday was real. I think that's Dallas. If they were ever going to take advantage of a secondary and Dak was going to perform well, it's that one, right? Dante Jackson, first start, James Bradbury, trying to bounce back safeties that are a thousand years old each Dak passed for 170 yards on 29 attempts. Dak played scared. It's not going to get different. I mean, that's the worst secondary he's going to play this year. And, you know, Zeke, they still have 15 carries, 69 yards. Good front seven in Carolina. But their offensive line's not dictating games right now. And they're not going to without Travis Frederick. Connor Williams struggled again, like we said, against Kwan Short. Great football player. But those, I mean, Kwan Short plays for a lot of teams, right? I mean, it's it, he's mm, one of the best. Does he know? Does he know? Yeah, look, he's one of the best five, right? But like, you're going to play a really good player every week. I mean, it's the NFL. That's like, so what I'm trying to say here. I don't know, man. sure. I mean, I don't
1: I, yeah, Connor got baptism by fire in that game, but like, realistically, yeah. I just think across the board, like, they're they're going to be so one dimensional on offense. You know, like right. like you're gonna you're gonna have teams daring Dak Prescott to throw the football. And he had open receivers throughout the course of that game.
0: Did you see Jerry Jones quote on him today?
1: Yeah, the the nonsense talking about I, I Elon Musk. It did. did you miss that?
0: No, I missed it. He said, "What did he say?" He was a mix between yeah, Jared, the, somewhere between Jared Goff and Cam Newton.
1: He was a mix between Jared Goff and Cam Newton, and you were going to see that. So I took the screen caps of when Elon Musk had the marijuana hit on the Joe Rogan show. I took a screen cap from before it, where there's the puff of smoke. I took the screen cap of that quote from Jerry Jones, and I had the screen cap afterwards where Elon's looking at it like, hey, this ain't bad. <laughs> and um, It's become one of the new memes uh, of, and I don't expect you to know this with your lack of meme culture, Joe, but uh, you will see that one again if you missed it the first time. Uh, as other crazy statements are put out into the social sphere, but that's that's like not even remotely close.
0: I think I've seen that a lot already. Used what am I so? What what's the what does it mean now? So that I know.
1: It's like if you read something crazy or something that doesn't make any sense, you sandwich it in between those pictures. Okay. Because it's like, okay, well, man, it. like you, I got to be on something for this to be something that's okay. actually, that, you know, a thing.
0: You nailed it. Then you nailed it.
1: Yeah, thank okay. you.
0: Yeah. Can we check in on three things really quick here?
1: Yeah, let's do three more things and we'll wrap up.
0: Well, these are checking in on our uh, our friendly wagers, So right? Of course,
1: person. you were going to sit here and be smug about these. Well, I'm Come not even in.
0: there. No, I'm not even doing. It. Bengals and Broncos are both one and up, so yeah, we're good on the same page there. I'm telling you,
1: that that head-to-head game is going to be the deciding factor, dude.
0: Well, yeah, it's, the, it's the tiebreaker, right? Yeah. That's going to be the biggest game of the season for us.
1: I'm going to be the biggest Broncos. I'm going to have the time of my life rooting for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and my doppelganger, Case Keenum.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Mitch, you have him plus 4,000 yards. He threw for 171 in the opener. He's on pace for 2,736.
1: Yeah, how many, you, you think he's going to finish under 3,000 passing yards?
0: No, I, I just need yeah. him to finish under 4,000 for the sake of winning this bet. Uh, and then my Sammy Watkins thing's not going well right now. Yeah, uh, how'd Sammy
1: do? Him.
0: He didn't do well. He was three catches for 21 yards. So I need him to have wow. all of these three. He needs to have 80, <laughs> 1,100, and, or seven. We're not we're not on a great pick. Not, pitch. Great. not, not great. great at all. He got five targets.
1: Didn't and I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Brandon Cooks in the Rams game uh, yeah. had eight targets, and Sammy Watkins only got eight targets one time last year, and it was the game that Robert Woods was injured and missed the whole game. So I think that's <laughs> I, a, just more of a testament to how Sammy you've overrated Sammy Watkins. No
0: special yes. player. Is he though? special player?
1: Special yes. production?
0: No, special player.
1: Well, you, typically at the top level of the sport, like production matters.
0: Well, it's, Kyle, let me tell you about week one. You don't have to overreact. <laughs> to week one
1: lies. You. So I'm hoping week one's lying about Mitch Trubisky. You're hoping week one's lying about Sammy Watkins. And who uh, that?
0: or who? That? Who is it? Who day or who day? for the ba- the Bengals. I can't remember that. Same. Element.
1: Who who dat say they going to beat them Saints? That's who dat is the Saints, so who day is the Bengals.
0: How am I going to remember dat Saints? Okay, maybe that's how. Day Bengals. Day Bengals. Okay, I'm good.
1: No, you're never I'm going to quiz you as one. I'm going to pop quiz you <laughs> next week. You're totally going to fail it. Find out. Go ahead and find out if I can stump Joe on who dat versus who day by hitting that subscribe button. Look at that segue, Joe. Nicely done. Hitting that subscribe button here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. We'd like to formally invite you guys to come back. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a long-time listener, thank you for your continued support. We got some takes on takes, Joe.
0: Kyle, I've got Twitter. to stop your clothes. I've got to stop your clothes.
1: Okay. We have breaking you news? Check,
0: you need to check your text messages right now. No. You need to check your text messages well, live I have on any the text air. text messages. You do. You do have a text message from the future Mrs. Marino. Who uh, I evidently is is three rooms away from me as we record this podcast and would like to uh, make good on her DAC doppelganger for me. And so, so had, we need I to... have
1: no text messages.
0: This is unbelievable. You don't have it. No. Okay, well, I'm on this and, and you're on it too. Why don't
1: you screen cap it and send it to me
0: I'm in going the, the right
1: tweeter.com?
0: Yes, I am. So if the people will literally wait a second.
1: You guys see what I deal with on a daily basis? This is outrageous.
0: Yeah, this is this literally happens every day. Yeah, this exact like this
1: This exact exchange. Why doesn't your
0: phone that? get freaking text messages? What's going on with that?
1: I don't know. Probably because I'm in a non-hurricane zone, so yeah. my cellular yeah, is- service is on a different level.
0: Yeah, well, it would be nice because then I wouldn't be in this moment right now. My phone's being slow. Oh,
1: there it is.
0: There it
1: is? Okay. There it is from Lorraine. What do we think? Uh, yeah, you just did a mud run. <laughs> you got a serial number tattooed on your forehead here. No. Well,
0: that picture's good, but not in like, normal life. That's not how I look Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not what
1: you look like in day-to-day life.
0: Right. Yeah. Joe,
1: listen, if we turn the lighting a certain way, if you went <laughs> tanning for three weeks and uh, you held your hang- head at like a 32-degree angle tilted off to the right and lifted your chin five degrees, yeah, and then we had Dak uh, kind of mirror that pose, then we might be able to you know, convince people that you're like cousins.
0: <laughs> I still don't agree with it. I agree with it for the sake of this picture, but in, in the, the, the normalness of the comparison, it's still bad. Okay. Anyways, you can continue.
1: Well, I cannot wait for the response from your future missus to be when she hears this rant that I just let go on her for her co signing of the, the Dak and Joe doppelganger because it's fake news.
0: Fake
1: news. It's not fake news. You can reach us on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino. You can tell him who you think he looks like. No. Just don't tell him Dak Prescott. <laughs> and you can find me at grinding the tape. And you can tell me who you think I look like as long as it's not Michael Phelps. Uh, yeah. Because that thats the, uh, that was the worst I ever got. So you guys, you'd be hard-pressed to do worse than that. Maybe we'd like to invite you guys to try. But uh, make sure you follow along on Twitter and have some fun with us. We love interacting with all of our listeners and followers. And we, we want to thank each and every one of you for carving some time out of your day to listen to the Draft Dudes podcast. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. We'll catch up with you guys again tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.